Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Power Within podcast. I'm your host, Lori. Today, I wanted to do an episode about my hiking experiences. Uh, I share with you guys some of my mishaps and some of the things that looking back now, I realized I probably shouldn't have done. I share my essentials and things that I've learned to prepare and take with me how to be prepared for all the different things that nature can throw at you. And I wanted to do this episode because a lot of people ask me, you know, how did you get into hiking? And what have you learned? And and what would you change? And what would you do? So I thought it would be a great episode to share with you guys some of the things that I've been through and some of the things that I've learned, how I connect in nature when I'm with, with myself, when I'm there when I'm enjoying that wholeness of being one with the world around me. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode and thank you for listening. Hey guys, thanks for joining me for another episode here today. I wanted to use this episode to talk about being outdoors in nature and hiking. I get a lot of questions um, in regards to why I started Uh, experiences that I've had and uh, what recommendations I make for people. So I thought it'd be a good opportunity to use a podcast episode to talk about this. I love hiking because it really, and even maybe not even just hiking, I'll say going out to parks, going out to the trails if I can't get up to the mountains, it really helps me to recharge my batteries and to reconnect with myself. A lot of times um, I can get to the point where I'll work so much or I'm so busy working on so many other things and helping other people and doing so much that I'll forget to go outdoors or I'll forget to just, you know, do things for myself. And one of my biggest practices in regards to self-love is going out into nature This is where I find myself. This is where I feel the most whole. This is where I feel the most at home. Um, There's something about just being surrounded by, I want to say peacefulness and quiet, but it's sometimes it's a real still quiet. Other times it's the brooks running and, and the water flowing the birds chirping, the, you know, the squirrels or or a little nature running by. Occasionally at one of the trails that I go down to, I'll stop and, you know, there'll be beavers floating in the, you know, river and doing their work and there's ducks and there's moose or, or deer in the woods. And it's a really wonderful feeling just stopping to appreciate that there's so much life around you that does not stop. It really doesn't. You can, you can be consumed with everything that's going on in your world. But realistically, life doesn't stop around you. So if you go into nature, I find that you can have this just peaceful reconnection with yourself, where everything just helps you align and it helps you recharge. It helps you find yourself. 
And no matter what you're going through, it actually makes it feel minuscule because you're back in nature and you're surrounded by life and evolving life and just this wonderful, calm, peaceful rootedness in life. So that's why I really love to be out in nature. I typically did not always do this. This is something that I started doing in the last five years. And it's been very important in my growth. Um, I used to, you know, I've shared with everyone, I used to be, you know, very um, heavy and unhealthy. And I just watched, you know, a lot of TV. I didn't go outdoors. I ate bad. And when I started hiking, it was a real challenge for me. And I want to share that because it's a it's a process and it is it tests your endurance, it tests your strength. You know, it it does challenge everything that you do. Now, when I first started, I had um I had found there were some shoes that I was like, "Oh, I'm going to give these a try." They were a share on a website. Uh it was on uh, Grimmortal online, he has a a share section. So I was clicking through and I was like, oh, I'm going to I'm going to give those a try. And I did that. I went and I gave those a try. I ordered myself a pair and they were I believe they were the sneaker kind. They were the best sneakers I've ever owned in my life. But I started I was like, I'm going to take these and I'm going to go out into the mountains. And <laughs> I didn't just start with little trails and going that way. I fully immersed myself in mountains and really hard ranked trails. Now, in hindsight, this was not my smartest move to do because um, I wasn't prepared at all. And this is this is a, a, a great lead way into this. When you go out into nature and you go out into different weather situations, especially if you're going to do mountains, It can be very unforgiving if you are not prepared and if you do not have the right equipment. So this is this was something that I learned the hard way. And I'm going to share a few of these mishaps with you guys. My very first hike that I did, it was a it was to a waterfall up in the White Mountains in New Hampshire. And I think it's a a Arethusa Falls. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right, but it's a it's a steep um, it's a steep incline to get to get there. It it was challenging. And I went, I was like, Oh, it's like 70 degrees. It was a nice spring, you know, beginning a spring day. So I went up, I had on my, um, they were like capri type, um, like pants, like the, they, they were workout kind, but they were like capris. And I had on the Vivo sneakers and I put on a sweatshirt cause I'm like, Oh, it might get chilly. I carried my purse and I carried a bottle of water because I'm like, oh, it's nice. You know, I'm just going to have a water and it's going to be a breeze. Who boy. So as I start hiking, I didn't realize that, hmm, it was still just the beginning of spring. Winter had just come, just finished. And as I started inclining, the conditions changed because obviously in the mountain areas, as the elevation increases, those things, even though it's nice out down at the bottom, those elevations have not thawed out. 
So I started to encounter ice and snow. Now I was very um, stubborn and I'm like, I'm not turning around. I don't care. And so it was it was a challenge for me because, you know, then my feet were cold. They got wet. My legs were chilly. When I got to the waterfall, it was pretty much still frozen. I mean, the water was still running. It's a it's a beautiful, beautiful place. Um, it, it was like a hundred foot waterfall. And it was just magnificent to just kind of see, you know, being able to see some of the water coming over and some parts that were still frozen. And I remember just sitting there when I got there and I was like, this is beautiful. I'm so thankful that I did this. But I also didn't have enough water because the incline, you know, I was a a lot heavier and I was gasping and all I had was a purse. And I, when I got down the bottom, you know, I had brought another water bottle in the car. So I sipped that and that was my first experience. So I was like, okay, I learned better. Now I need to make sure that instead of bringing a purse, maybe I'll just grab a little backpack. So my... My second hike, I got, it was um, to uh, Mount Monadnock and my brother came with me on that hike and that was, that was a good one. Um, But I, again, I wasn't fully prepared this time. Instead of a purse, I brought a little backpack and, you know, I I brought extra waters and a snack um, to eat because I was like, okay, it's going to be a little bit longer not realizing it was going to be a lot longer. Um, and the the incline for that was really rough because a lot of the mountains here are, you know, granite slabs and, and rocky and, and things like that. So, uh, you know, I'm thinking, oh, a hike, it's going to be like little trails. And no, it's not. So I, I did wear, you know, my shoes again, but they probably weren't the best for hiking. Um, they weren't made for that terrain, and I still hadn't really learned that. So I was, you know, still doing that. And I, you know, I fell, I cut my, my legs up on the, on the rocks and it was really tough and it was a really hard, it took, um, it took me about six hours. Um, (laughs) my poor brother lagged behind because he was way more fit than me and, you know, he could do it. And so he was like, you want to turn back? And I'm like, no, because once I mark this off my my list, I'm never doing it again. This is so hard. I have since done it quite a few times. But when I got to the top after six hours of hiking, it was overcast and foggy. You couldn't see a thing. So I was so upset. And I was like, okay, let's just leave. I'm done. You know, I was so mad. And I... I shouldn't have started something that, you know, with me that I realized is that when I first started this, I was like, oh, I'm going to go all in. And it probably wasn't super smart. Like I should have started with the trails and things like that to get me more comfortable to get myself more in shape to do these things. I'm really happy that I did them. And a couple of them, you know, I did have my brother would come with me, uh, but most of them I went by myself. One experience that um, I did do, there was a a hard trail. I went Cannon Mountain and it's uh, part of the 4,000 footers. And it is a hard ranked mountain for a reason. Um, The trail is really tough. This time I did wear, I got different hiking shoes. 
um, actual more boots, which is when you're going to hike mountains. You know, um, I think the, the hiking boots are more appropriate than the mountains. But this trail really was tough on me. And again, I went with my brother. He was really patient with me, you know, um, and I could see he could tell that I was tired and he kept saying, do you want to turn back? You know, don't push yourself. This is really hard. And I was like, no, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And I, I knew I was pushing myself, but I, I just, I was like, I want to just, I was searching and I, I wouldn't let that go. And on that trail, you know, I knew something rough would be coming around the corner when my brother would go ahead of me and he would turn back and laugh and go, are you sure you want to keep going? And I'd be like, what is next? So, you know, I'd be on my hands and knees crawling at some points because it was so tough. And I, I really overdid that mountain. I loved it. It was so beautiful. It was an unbelievable experience. But I, I pushed myself and I remember we, we had to, there was like this weird, um, you know, kind of um, angle that you had to go in. So you kind of had to twist and turn a little bit. And I could feel at one point, um, my body was so tired, but I wouldn't let it rest. And I could feel I tore like something in my stomach, one of my stomach muscles. And I could, I was in so much pain. And I didn't say a word. I was like, no, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going because I'm, I'm not quitting. And when we got to the top, I remember it was so beautiful. And I, when I get to the tops of mountains, especially the hard ranked ones, because most of those are in, inaccessible to people unless you put in the work and you hike those mountains on your feet. And Every single one of them, I literally feel like I'm on heaven. I'm I'm in heaven on earth. There's just something about the magnificence and the vastness when you get to a top of a mountain and you look out and you go, wow, I am such a small part of this incredible world. And this is just in one small state when you think of it on the grander scale, you know, think of it like when you're on an airplane and you look out the window and you can see how big the world is. And so for me, I get up there and I will, when I get to the tops of mountains, I will, depending on the weather, I I do try to always take my shoes off and I will sit down and I will, you know, put my feet put my feet out, kind of sit with my legs up. I will get into a meditative state and I will say a prayer and I will thank God or the divine for allowing me to experience this, for allowing me to be here right now and be part of this beautiful, wonderful world that we live in. And then I will get up and most of the time there'll be um, some trees or somewhere around and I just go over and I, I, I will touch them. Some of them I will hug um, depending on how big they are. Uh, but there's something about just feeling the trees and occasionally you'll see if it's in a little bit more mucky area, there'll be like mushrooms growing out of them. And 
I find that so fascinating. So I'll just I'll touch, I'll just touch nature. And I feel when I do this, I feel rooted. I feel like I am part of that landscape. So it's a beautiful, beautiful feeling. But I also that mountain, um, Cannon Mountain, when I did that, and I, you know, I had pulled my muscles and I didn't enjoy the experience as much because I remember I was in a lot of pain and I was I could feel that I had I was physically exhausted and I had overdone it and I was throwing up and I couldn't stop and I was getting dehydrated and my brother was like Lori we gotta go you're you should have turned back you should have you know and I'm like no I wanted to do this and that was a lesson for me um and I was with someone, thankfully, so I got down fine. You know, that mountain took um, round trip. It was nine hours for me to do. And then I I started to do a little bit less. I was like, okay, I'm going to try some more trails and things, you know, that are a little bit easier going this route. Um, and I started to hike a little bit more on my own Um but I also learned that it's really important to know your surroundings because I had done a trail that had this, um, I, I didn't read the map correctly. And so I was like, I have to cross this water. And there was this um, like gully and the water was rapid. The white water was rapid going around it. And I'm like, oh. How am I going to, oh, am I going to be able to jump like this? I've got a backpack on. I'm like, I don't know if this is going to, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm going to take my shoes off and I'm going to jump across it. Well, had I actually looked at the map a little bit further, I was supposed to walk a little bit further down and there was a bridge. So I tried to jump across that gully and the water, it was not that deep, but I fell in. And I, the water was rushing so hard and so fast, I couldn't lift my head. And I remember going, I'm going to drown. I'm going to drown here. And I was so stubborn. And thankfully, I was in an area where there was there was other people. So I remember, all I remember is that my backpack caught on a branch or something. And these people formed a chain that's when I got out, I saw that they had formed a chain to pull me out. And I remember going, I'm never going to be this stupid again, because I did something that had there not been other people there, I probably wouldn't have made it out. So I want to, I want to make sure people understand when you go hiking, be really prepared, know your elements, know what's surrounding you. Look at the maps, look at your, you know, um, I use all trails. Uh, so there's on the app, it'll literally show you how to how to do it. If you don't want to, you know, uh, print a map, you can follow that you can download it offline, so that you can have those trails. And that's really important. And also making sure that you are prepared and knowing that if you if it's beautiful if it's a beautiful day out and the, and I don't care really what climate you're you're in the mountain ranges change and they can change in an instant they can change so drastically so it's so important to make sure that you have the the equipment and that you have the things that you need i have learned every single trip 
each time I've gone out hiking, I've learned, okay, you need this and you need that and you need to do this. So I now have a backpack that weighs about, it's about 25 pounds. And I carry extra clothes, I carry survival kits, I carry extra water and food. Um, One of my lovely friends in Australia, she got me this camel backpack. So that allows me to carry an extra two liters of water on my back. So it's in a little backpack and it's wonderful. So I use that. I also carry um, additional water bottles, um, the ones that you can throw away. I carry water tablets in case I ever get stuck anywhere. And I need to, you know, be able to go to the the creek or the stream and grab water and and filter it. I also have um, some great, um, I have a couple different water bottles, like the metal ones that I keep on my bag. So I always have enough water. Um, I carry snacks for if I feel, you know, um, hungry or things like that, because sometimes you're, you know, you're just like, okay, I just need a little snack to get through. So I do carry that. Um, I've encountered people who have abandoned animals on the uh, mountains. So I carry like an extra dog leash in my bag in case I have to, you know, take a dog down that someone has left. Um, I've encountered um, bugs and all kinds of weird things. So, you know, it's, it's really important to carry all those things. And one of the most important things is, is, the the weather conditions, even on the beautiful days, even when I go hiking in the summer and the mountains are really warm too, I carry with me, um, I went to L.L. Bean and the guy was like, oh, if you're going to do winter hiking, you need some essentials. So I, I got, I think this is something that everyone should make sure that they carry in their hiking bag is wool pants. I got these really great like wool um, under like under pants. And then I got these great, um, they were, they're like fleece lined. And then the top of them has a, it's a great material. So if it gets wet, it dries out really quick. Um, I, I have spikes in my backpack for the ice and the snow. And that, those have been um, incredible. That is probably the best investment I've ever made because now I've started to pick up winter hiking and, it's just a really beautiful way to experience the world that we live in in nature in a very unique way. Um, but it, it does have its challenges. And if you're not comfortable going out by yourself, you know, see if there's local hiking groups that you can go out with. I, I've i tried that. It didn't work for me. Um, and I typically go by myself more often. So I'm prepared. I'm prepared for my own situations. And I'm also prepared for other situations that I can encounter while I'm out in the wild. And that is something that I really want to stress to people and don't overdo it. You'll know, like I, I kept pushing myself and going, you can do it, you can do it. And and I would some weekends, I would do three mountains on between Friday, Saturday and Sunday, I'd go out every day and do a mountain. And yes, it was wonderful. My legs were tired. I felt better than I've ever felt because I was exercising, because I was connecting with nature. But there was also times where I would go out and it would be extremes heat and I would push myself and I I could feel one time I got heat exhaustion and I could see on my map, I'm like, it's only a little bit further along, like a quarter of a mile. 
Well, I sat down and I passed out and I, there was nobody, nobody around. Um, I was literally the only person on this mountain. It was a really remote and I had found it and I was like, oh, I'll do this. It looks like it has pretty views. And I remember coming to and I like my face was like purple. So I splashed myself with water. I guzzled water down. And also that's something else. Um, room temperature water is better than cold water when it's really, really hot out because your body almost gets cramps if you try to drink cold water. So I try not to bring much cold water with me. I just keep everything kind of regular temperature. And I woke up though and I was like, no, you're not doing this. Like you have heat exhaustion. You're not going to make it up there. And if you make it up there, you may not make it back down. So know your limits. That's something that's very important. Know your surroundings. Um, if you're in an area that you're fortunate enough here, we have um, uh, J- June and July, there's wild blueberry bushes. So I'll go up with bags and I'll, I'll collect wild blueberries so I can make some of the medical medium um, wild blueberry uh, muffins that I love. And I, I'll forage sometimes but you have to know what you're foraging. So if you're not comfortable with that either, be very careful because you could eat something that's poisonous or that isn't going to agree with you. So I say proceed with caution with that. I've gotten really good with with kind of knowing my surroundings, knowing nature, knowing what is edible, what is not. And it's a, it's a wonderful, awesome feeling. And, um, and I think I would encourage everybody, just go out there. And even if you can't go big like a mountain or you don't have those areas go for a trail walk go to the beach go to the lake and just walk and take off your shoes and 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 feel the earth under your feet and when you travel do that too because it helps you to reconnect with or connect with the area that you're in and I feel like it's almost like a charge and you know there are other people will talk about that you know put you know, um, if you're near water, you know, it helps ground you. So take your shoes off and, and go in the water. I do that as well. But I, I think there's something incredible with wherever you are, you know, touch a tree, like go out and just put your hands on a tree and just feel the earth in that feel the life. And it's a really beautiful thing to do if it's a, if it's a windy day or, or things like that. And you can just you can see the the life and you can hear the, you know, the winds whipping and the way that the trees will creak or the leaves will brussel. And it's a, if you take a deep breath, you'll just feel this overwhelming, calm feeling come over you in this feeling of everything's going to be okay. You just have to allow yourself to be present and in that moment. So I wanted to share this episode with you guys all to, to just kind of give you a, a little bit of my experiences that I've had, you know, to for you to be able to maybe go out and find local areas, find different apps, you know, different, um, you know, uh, essential kits or things like that, that you may want to get. I will share, you know, some of, you know, my stuff in the, uh, in the notes, if you guys are, are looking for any of that. But I wanted to 
I wanted to put this together because people always ask me, oh, you go out all the time. Is it easy? No, it's not. It's it, it can be very hard and it tests your endurance. It tests your strength. It tests your 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 confidence and your your willpower. And just don't be stubborn. I was stubborn and I know that. And I put myself in situations that were dangerous. And looking back now, I'm overly cautious when I go out. Like I'm fully prepared now. And every time I went, like I said, I put new things in my bag. So now I have every situation that I could come across, I'm prepared for. And I'm prepared knowing, you know, um, that I, you know, I thought it would be fun to go out and run into bears. And the first time I did on a trail, that was really scary because I went out on a rainy day and I stumbled across a black bear and I, it didn't hear me and I didn't hear it because it was downpouring. And so when I coughed, the bear charged at me and I fell and I fell backwards and it veered off, thankfully. But I was like, oh, maybe, you know, <laughs> encountering a bear is not as fun as, you know, I thought it would be. So just be very careful. Know your surroundings. If you're going to go hike, if you are going to hike a mountain, you know, look on look on the apps like All Trails and see the recent reviews. Look online and people will tell you if they've recently come across wildlife or things like that because those are those are great indicators of okay, what do I have to prepare myself for? If someone goes out and they say, "Hey, there's icy conditions, you may want to make sure you have spikes." have spikes on your have spikes with you so that you can wear those because if you are not prepared and and you encounter those situations it can become dangerous you can fall you can hurt yourself if you are by yourself you know um you're putting yourself in risky situations so know know your surrounding sure you know bring your bring your headphones and listen to your podcast, listen to your music, whatever you want to do. I typically like to, I do occasionally listen to for part of my walk, a podcast or something like that. But I always have one, one ear open because you never know what's around you. And so you've got to be mindful of that and be cautious. Um, but just take that time to reconnect with yourself and turn off all the electronics, turn off everything and just be present in that moment with yourself and with nature and I promise you, you will come out feeling like a million dollars. You're going to come out going, I feel great. And you're going to, if you journal, you're going to be able to sit and write all the things that you're grateful for and that you love. And it's just going to flow out of you because you're going to have reconnected with yourself and recharged in such a beautiful way. And there's nothing like it. Being in nature is heaven on earth. Thank you, guys. Thanks, guys, for listening. I really appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed that episode and maybe got a few laughs at my expense. Uh, or maybe you learned a few new things. Um, I am going to put some links in the notes for some of the things that I talked about, some of the essentials that I have found have worked great for me. Um, some of the products that I love when when I'm hiking. So if you guys are interested in that, please check out the notes. If you like the podcast, please, as always, review it and and leave a comment if you want. I know a lot of people reach out to me individually and I love that and it means the world to me to hear your feedback. So I also wanted to let everyone know that I did create a podcast playlist 
for everyone to go ahead and listen to. It is listed on Spotify. I'll link it down here. I added some songs that I love and what I did is I thought it would be great to have such a versatile bit of music on the the podcast or, or on the podcast playlist for you guys. So I ask all of my guests if they'll share a few of their favorite songs with you guys so that you can all listen and, and get different, you know, we all have eclectic taste in music. So you can get different varieties of music. So I've gone back and with the guests that I've already had that have contributed their songs, I have put their their playlist on their notes so you can see what they contributed to the to the podcast playlist. And going forward, I will include those podcast um, playlists in all of the notes for all the guests that they give me their song list. And I hope you guys love it. I hope it, you know, just, you know, maybe makes you dance or laugh or if you're feeling down, you know, you can just reflect. So I hope that you enjoy that and have a great week. Um, my next episode will be with um, Mr. Graham Wardle. And I'm very excited to share that with you guys. I hope that you enjoy it. I hope that you love it. I've worked really hard on trying to get this episode and that episode out. I work on a couple at a time so that I'm constantly, you know, have something going on. And I'm really excited to share that conversation with you. It was a, he's an incredibly intelligent man and it was really great to hear his perspective. And I think you guys will really enjoy what he talks about. So thank you for tuning in and I will see you next time. Thank you.